Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Signal 50 Podcast. With your hosts, Alpha and Bravo, we are coming to you live. Well, you're not going to hear us live, but it's the 5th of February. Bravo, how are you, sir? You know, uh, I was listening to the uh, intro here of our show. We're two lifelong friends that love to talk about current events, and I took my oath yesterday for the fire company. I am the secretary now for my company and all the business and taking notes and getting minutes out and all that fun stuff. So, oh, congratulations. I am, and I had to say those words. I, I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. So, Correct. Anyone who thinks we didn't say it, well, we say it, and we mean it. That's correct. We take the oath just like everybody else uh, that wears a badge. So anyhow, you know, listen, it's been a tough, tough couple of weeks, I think, for both of us. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff going on. Um, Personal work, everything is just uh, a little bit, a little much, right? That's right. A little overwhelming. So uh, it takes a lot to sometimes want to peel yourself away from (laughs) staring into the abyss to uh, go ahead and record a podcast for everybody. But uh, we're going to do it anyways. That's right. So so lots of stuff going on. Everybody knows. uh, Everyone's seen, you know, Balloon Gate and uh, (laughs) a bunch of other things. Yeah. and and we we just want to talk about it. We're just going to have a conversation about what's going on. That's right. You remember that we, red balloon? Remember that red book, the red yeah. balloon? Remember yeah. how it floated from one little place yeah. to another place? And a, sure. Well, it looks like China had their own silver balloon. It wasn't red because yes. they didn't want to be red, known as the Reds, I guess, right? Um, but they had their own silver balloon, kind of floating along. The first excuse was they were trying to hide it from us. Do you remember that? coming out they didn't want us to know about oh, the uh the balloon yeah. at all and they tried to hide it that was the first well, hold part. on a minute hold on a yeah. minute now we have defense systems in this country that are allegedly so powerful mm-hmm. that we can track migrating birds around the world oh and santa claus too i think and santa claus yes. absolutely yes but yet we can't find a balloon the size of Nearly a half a football field. It's three school buses, yes. Well, a half a football field. Mm-hmm. We, we, we didn't know that that was coming? Uh, guess not, because then they said, oh. they, and who's they? Well, it's the government. Those, them, they. They're their pronouns. Yuck. Anyway. Uh, yeah. they I always said, wondered who they was. <laughs> well, you know? they happen to be the government. It's a, it's a variable like X. Do you remember solving that for X in the algebra class? Ugh. Anyway, the government decided to say, oh, it's too dangerous to shoot down. Hmm. When they finally decided to shoot this thing down, which happened to have been last night, they used a Sidewinder missile to take it down from an F-22. Now, isn't that a little overkill? Don't you need just to puncture the skin of the balloon and let it fall to the ground so then we can figure out what the balloon was carrying and what they were sensing for? Wouldn't that make more sense? Why do you need a Sidewinder missile up its, <laughs> up its proverbial rectal orifice? Can someone explain that to me, please? Well, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? I guess so. 
well, the F-22? It didn't, it, well, wait a minute. We're forgetting there were two balloons, right? So they blew one off over inhabited territory. Oh, they did? Yes. Oh, so yeah, yeah. The, the... And the other one made it all the way across the country. Somehow they just managed to float this thing through Montana, through North D- the Dakotas, through the missile fields, down through Whiteman Air Force Base, and, and they just, it just coincidentally flies over every sensitive strategic asset we have in the continental United States. No, it was and a they just said, oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> oh, I told, I told the Secretary of Defense to shoot that thing down on Wednesday. Now, remember, that comes from the liar-in-chief. Yeah. Right. I think let, let's let's call the let's get the old uh, BS buzzer out here. Let me make sure I have it here. Yeah, hit the right buzzer. Yeah. There we go. The BS buzzer's out already, my friend. Yeah, here's here's the real truth, I think, why this is going on. Biden, who's a slave and bought out by well, he's not a slave because he got bought out rather well, so he's not a slave. But he he is, in de- he must do what they his overlords say. Allowed this is, balloon. They tried to hide it first. He's deeply compromised. That's right. He's compromised. Good. Good. That's a good way to politically say that, my friend Alpha. You are right. So they say they the Chinese or the CD the CCP, excuse me, says to Biden, "You will allow this balloon to come over. You will try and hide it." But someone caught it on a picture and said, what is this? And they tracked it. They must have been listening to the signals that were coming out of it because we all have long-range radios and all this other stuff. And they figured out that this isn't a normal weather balloon and leaked it out somewhere. Someone leaked it out. Maybe someone in the uh, government leaked it out, right? Alpha, they said that, you know, this thing is here. We need to get this out there. But anyway... Cut to the chase. So the TV generals who are in on with Biden anyway saying, oh, you really can't shoot it down, sir, because it'll blow up. And by the time they get around to blowing this thing out of the sky, it's already gone over the big fields in Montana, you know, that open sky country that also has open fields full of nuclear missiles. And the Dakotas have nuclear missiles. And they mapped out every single place where our missiles are sitting. And we didn't do a darn thing about it. Right? So Yep. We didn't do a darn thing about it. We didn't react. We didn't do anything. We didn't send a plane out. Now, if President Trump was in office, that thing wouldn't even get close to the our 14-mile international water boundary. That thing would have been shot out of the sky over the ocean. Well, you know, it's really funny. I was thinking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Not only would Trump have blown that thing out of the sky, he would have sent uh, the Chinese a bill for the missile. <laughs> but here's the other part of my... Here's think- your invoice. <laughs> Please pay in full upon receipt. Anyway, I think the real reason is not only is Biden and he has to do what the, the Chinese tell him to do. That's that's the first part. But this is a distraction. There's really this balloon thing is to distract from what you and I both know is coming out in drips and drabs. Twitter saying it. The 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 fact that they want a war in Ukraine, they want this thing to to go nuclear, literally. Plus, they want a reason to have a big war so a lot of people can die, so the World Economic Forum can all jump up and down and be happy about the fact that they're 
thinning out the world population because, God forbid, we're using too much oil or whatever the nonsense that they pull out of their rectal orifice. I got to tell you, this, this stinks to high heaven. And the real thing they're hiding, what I think is going on in Ukraine, and we said this earlier on shows before, there was reports that there were bio labs in Ukraine. They were designing other types of bioweapons. Should we say that? Gain of function crap? No, no, it's bioweapons. We called this way back when. These are bioweapons. They wanted to control the world, and there you have it. Let's not make any mistake here, what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Firstly, I think this whole balloon thing is just the epitome of ridiculosity. Mm-hmm. Listen, I get it. They took some pictures. They probably grabbed signals intelligence. They probably grabbed all sorts of intel with these balloons. I'm, I'm in the defense industry. Balloons and airships are used. Uh, to go ahead and collect signals intelligence. Uh, They're an excellent platform to grab radio signals, to grab radar signature, to grab comms and all sorts of different things, right? You can put sensor packages on these things that are just astounding, right? Mm-hmm. I was actually took part in a little program where we put cameras on balloons at tactical level. There are strategic balloons that the United States has if you look at one of your aircrew flight maps mm-hmm. down uh, off the coast of Maryland, mm-hmm. there is a NOTAM. Mm-hmm. Notice to airmen. Right. Don't fly within X amount of space of this spot because there's a balloon at 5,000 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. That's the lantern balloon that's owned by the U.S. government that collects signals intelligence for as far as the damn thing can see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we understand that, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. What did they really collect? Nothing. What they collected was how we would react to something, mm-hmm. number one, which leads me to believe they could be getting ready to make a move on Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And let's see what the United States is going to do to what could be considered an existential threat to the United States mm-hmm. with an aircraft, right? Right. Uh, and um, let me ask a question. Do they collect more information with that balloon? Or did they collect more information with TikTok on everybody's phone in their pocket? Mm, I would say the second option, my friend. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. Yeah. So it's a distraction, right? It's a huge distraction. But the other issue I see as as another squirrel moment, you know, look over here, squirrel, don't pay attention over here, is that the information about what's coming out of Ukraine and that Zelensky is a dirty SOB, I think that's the bigger issue. It's very concerning. Mm Mm-hmm. Because one thing is connected to another. I don't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. You're making a you're making a great point that I think we'll get to in a second, but I want to mm-hmm. add a little a feeling to this, a little color to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the United States getting ready to send you know, we're already training Ukrainians on American soil on the Patriot missile system. Right. We are already training Ukrainians on American soil to crew U.S. M1A1 Abrams tanks. Mm -hmm. 
you are already starting to see companies like General Dynamics, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin receive gigantic contracts to refill the stocks of materials that we've already sent to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And when I say it's in the billions and billions of dollars, I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. We're seeing an escalation to go along with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That is ab should be absolutely terrifying mm. to people that people aren't really paying attention because they don't really have a front row seat to the uh, to the show. Mm. I read articles in the in the trade rags mm -hmm. about Lockheed Martin and how glad they are that they just received one point eight billion dollars in contracts. And you've got Zelensky over there demanding F sixteen aircraft. Now, why is he demanding F-16 in aircraft? What, what makes him think that he should get that when we have a threat in Taiwan and China and our service members are, are probably going to have to fight uh, Taiwan and China versus what's going on in Ukraine, which is really a turf war between the Russians and the Ukrainians? Because if Joe Biden doesn't give in to what Zelensky says, he's going to spill the means on what he knows. Oh, so he's our our not so beloved president is compromised again. Well, you know, it was very funny. Zelensky was uh, doing an interview and he says, the U.S. is going to send us 30 tanks. What are 30 tanks going to do against the Russians? The Germans are sending us 10 tanks. What are 10 tanks going to do against the Russians? <laughs> That's gonna be I want F-16s. I want thousands of tanks. And I want, I want, I want. Right. You got to think about it for a quick minute. I don't blame the guy for asking, but you got to find out where the guy gets the balls to make those statements, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't give the man what he wants, you're going to get turned on your head. Mm. I think that there's a real danger that this Zelensky guy, I think it's a very, very real danger that he's got material that is so compromising against people that are, at the top of our government and in our Congress and in our Senate that are so deeply compromised by the Russians, the Ukrainians, and they've been for self to the highest bidder for a long time. This country, if we found out about it, would tear itself apart. Mm. So you were talking about everybody wanting war. So there you go. Mm -hmm. That's another reason. I mean, I still think the world economic forum has, has it out for everybody in the West and they want control and the only way they get controlled, if you look back in history, let's let's really see what's going on in history. I think that, what was I saying before the show, that the all this nonsense with what's going on with the, the bioweapons and, you know, remember what, what sparked off, not World War II, excuse me, let me backtrack. It, uh, it was World War One. Archduke Ferdinand. Archduke Ferdinand was the spark and there was a lot of other events before. If you look at the history and you see World War I was caused by some bravado and some, you know, turf wars here and there. But it really, the Arch, um, Archduke Ferdinand was the, the catalyst and the spark that put World War I into everything, right? What is, what is going on right now? What other parts of information are coming out right now that we were all subjected to? beginning in late 
2019 into 2020. And it's still, still wearing its ugly head to today. The so-called pandemic, which was really a lockdown. They wanted control over us. They wanted to take our rights away. They wanted us to sit in fear. And they came out with this COVID-19, which still to this day, no one is answering any of my questions about what happened to the influenza numbers because they all disappeared, which doesn't make any sense to me because it just doesn't fit the why, the, the no and the no way. Right? So I believe wholeheartedly that the pandemic was released and the lockdowns were instituted because President Trump needed to be taken out of office and blamed for something catastrophic. Now, one other thing. Everyone kind of gets down on President Trump for pushing this vaccine, you know, the, the... and that, you know what, though, I, I, before everyone starts throwing him under the bus and he was, you know, and, and people are saying that President Trump has not come out against the mRNAs and everything else. I want everyone to pay attention to two key factors. Number one, President Trump never, ever said you had to take the vaccine. It was available to those who wanted it. The difference between President Trump and the once Biden took over, everyone was made to get the vaccine. That, to me, was odd. That's number one. Number two, the vaccine was extremely important to break the hold of the World Economic Forum and the deep state from, a, from keeping us in lockdown for over 10 years. Then they were going to let this out, and by then, most people would have died by suicide, by obesity, by complications, by depression, all these things would have taken out a large amounts of the population, plus the fact that we would be so worried about where we're getting our money from, and we would be so enamored to the government because they were paying us, plus the fact we would take whatever it could just to go back to normal. Now everyone said we want to go back to normal, we want to go back to normal. President Trump allowing, getting this vaccine out there, put a monkey wrench into the deep state and, and the World Economic Forum's plan to continue locking us down for years to come and to take away the Constitution. Alpha. I think that I, you know that I've never been a big World Economic Forum boogeyman kind of mm-hmm. person, and my view of that is, is steadily changing. Um, however, I don't think it's as complicated as that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there, there, there may be a grand plan out there, but I think it all starts with, and I think step one to anything is. You had a guy came into the office. His name was Donald Trump, and he didn't buy into anybody's crap. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think he threw the monkey wrench into it. And I think that the name of the game after, you know, during Donald Trump's presidency and to finish him off was weaken the United States at any cost. Mm-hmm. And they crippled us with this vaccine business and the, uh, and the economy hitting the skids and, and the damage is, is immense. It's still being, it's still being tallied. 
we we know it's yeah. still going on. The damage is still happening. Every time I see somebody in public wearing a mask, mm-hmm. I look at them and say, "Wow, the mental illness is strong with that one." Right. Wow. <laughs> you know. Wow. That's really what it's like to live in fear. Right. That's real. So the damage is ongoing. Mm-hmm. It's it's toned down a little bit. The attacking each other part is probably didn't get as far as they wanted it to go, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Um, look what they're doing on the southern border. Mm. Do you think that a pandemic locking people down, mass depression, hysteria, everybody's terrified for their life at all times? You know, these people are terrified still. Right. Do you think, let's just throw some fentanyl into this country unfettered and see what happens? That's a How many people are we lo- it's 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 a chemical weapon. Yeah. How many people are we losing? And that's coming from China. Right. Oh, it's a chemical how many, weapon. Right? How many people are we losing every day in this country? Uh, we're up to two hundred thousand, I think, so far. Two fifty a uh, day. A day. How many? How oh, many a day, day are we losing? Uh, I don't remember. It's like a hundred, hundred something a day or something like that. Hundred times three hundred. That's about 30, too many. 000, you know. It's 30,000 a day? No, not a day. Oh, yeah. I bet you there are 30,000 overdoses a, a day in this country, fentanyl overdoses. I, I can tell you I've gone on more overdoses. More Narcan has been administered, in my experience, uh, than ever, ever before. I'm talking about your typical heroin addicts and stuff like that. But now, so we, we know that's about 225,000 that have died so far over with fentanyl doses. Since when? Since the um, since uh, Biden took office, so it's about one hundred twenty five thousand Americans are dying a year from fentanyl. All right, so let roughly. me so let me just do a quick calculation. I got my calculator out here. One twenty five thousand divided by three sixty five. Three six five. That gives us about well, three hundred forty two a day. All right, so let's call it 300 Americans are getting killed a day because of the Chinese. Right. Now, let me ask everybody a question. If before the balloon thing and the COVID thing and the fentanyl thing, you didn't think we were at war with the Chinese already, mm. guess what? They're at war with us. That's right. It's an information war. It's a, uh, it's a uh, cyber war. It's a it, chemical war. <laughs> it's a biological war. That too. And it's, an, it, it's an economic war. Right. The only thing that's not happening right now is a kinetic war, which is like shooting stuff. And and nowadays, <clears throat> I well, think that's one, not true. All right. My mistake. Why? F-22 Raptor had its first air-to-air kill on a Chinese air vehicle the right. other day. Yeah. So well, we just shot. We just shot at somebody. So, well, and the Chinese, by the way, just as a side note, the Chinese well, get mad. on. They got mad because we show how dare we shoot down a balloon over our airspace. Oh, it must be because they think they own it. There you go. That's why. Um, anyway, and and Blinken, that moron, said, well, I'm not coming. We're going to have to postpone our meeting because we're thawing this cold war. I'm like, what war are you cold? What? Please, you're not thawing anything. This it, is not cold. Oh, this is going hot. <laughs> it's been hot for a long time. Well, again, if you if you incorporate the other types of warfare, right? 
if you if you incorporate other types of warfare that were that are being played out right now, then sure, you know we're we're in a war. We are at war. I mean that's that's and no one's admitting, especially Biden, that the Chinese are not our friends; they're our enemies. So the United States was at war for twenty years, and I mean a kinetic war mm-hmm. in in Iraq, Afghanistan. Let's not talk about the who, what, where, when, why, and how. Right. Did we lose 300 people a day? I no. don't I don't know if we did or not. I don't no. think so. No. No, we did not. No. And in fact, according to Dowd, uh, uh, Edward Dowd, excuse me, Edward Dowd, we lost, after the injections were mandated, we lost 50,000 50, Americans, which included the old and the young and the middle and the age and everyone else, but... Not 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 just that, but we lost enough Americans that would have equaled the amount of Americans we lost in Vietnam. And now, me, Edward, oh, me, yeah, Edward Dow just came out with a new book too. By the way, go me, out and get let it. Me, let me ask a question. Yep. So you tell me that we lost enough people that uh, from just from the vaccines that uh, would have plugged the hole in the losses from Vietnam, right? Right. Right. All right. So, well, not plug the hole. You're never going to plug the hole. Right. I mean, you know, the same equivalent. It's equivalent to what we lost. It's equivalent Vietnam. to what we lost in yeah. Vietnam. So I misspoke. It was poor choice of words. But how many more are going to suffer and die from that vaccine? I think that's unknowable. Well, here, here's here's some other interesting facts that I got from Edward Dowd when he was on the war room. He said that right now the number of Injured or, you know, uh, death rates from workers' comp cases is starting to level off, not going down yet. But but people are still reporting illnesses, like workers' comp illnesses, are still up higher than the stratosphere right now. Yeah. And, and he, again, it's in his book. You can go onto his website and get it. He's, and this is correlation. This is not causation. This is correlation because... He's, he's equating it to those numbers that insurance actuary use for their numbers. So keep that one in mind. One plus one equals two. Right. Exactly. There's no extrapolation, nothing. This no. is all straight out of it. Right. Right. You know, so, look, I there there's a lot happening, and, and I think the balloon thing back, you know, to bring it back to the mm-hmm. balloon deal. It's a bad thing that we had the Chinese fly something over our territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The Chinese live in your pocket on your phone, mm-hmm. right? So, all right, let's not be hypocritical about things. Why are people in this country getting more wee-weed up over a balloon flying over this country? Everybody all of a sudden from both sides, they all go, shoot it down, blah, blah, war, war, shoot it down. And still nobody in Congress except for Rand Paul is asking how millions of Americans got sick and died from COVID that came from China. Huh. No one's real curious about that. We're more concerned over a helium balloon that flew over the top of us. Right. So I I'm I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. I, I'm really done. I'm really done. Mm-hmm. About this balloon thing, I don't care. Right. I don't. 
but the press wants you to care. They because talk about it all they don't the want time. us to look at everything, anything else. Don't right? look over here. Look over there. Squirrel. Squirrel. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, talking about um, another, let's talk about, let's switch gears here, my friend, to another topic that is in my craw right now, and that's that that so-called vaccine, the mRNA uh, nonsense. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Dan Bongino's Friday show with Dr. Robert Malone, please go find uh, Dan Bongino's podcast. Go listen to that interview. This is the person that developed the mRNA vaccine. He's explaining that there are side, there are adverse effects that are still going on. If you are thinking about going out and getting this, we're not doctors, but talk, talk to someone that you can count on and trust and really think twice, three times, ten times before you get this again. Please. It is not well, good. This is not good. Houston, well, we have a problem. Well, let me let me give you a little anecdote here. I mm-hmm. uh, the the manu- the the facility that um, where my com- company has the manufacturing capability. We had a number of different people there, and everybody uh, where this manufacturing facility is was mandated. You know, if you want to work here, you know, they are basically threatened. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not by the company, but by the state, actually. Mm -hmm. If you want to work, you want to travel, you want to do any of these things, you need to do this, blah, 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 blah. So everybody went and got the vaccine. Then everybody turned around and came up very, very sick. Mm -hmm. We had 32 people out at a time with COVID Mm -hmm. after being vaccinated. And again, let me go over the definition of a vaccine before the FDA changed it and the CDC changed it. It's crazy. Right? It's to prevent you from acquiring an illness or passing it on to someone else. And it's not supposed to make you sicker than before. So everybody said, oh, well, an anomaly. It missed the variant, so I'm going to go get a booster. Everybody goes and gets their boosters when they were out. Guess what? Everybody gets covid for the second time and we lose three people mm. as in not lose because I don't want to come to work anymore lose because we're sending flowers to their family. Mm. So things kept getting progressively worse for people who got multiple boosters in the mm-hmm. small cohort that I understand very well. Mm-hmm. So it's really frightening. Right. Nobody's answered the questions yet. And you're not going to get any answers if they have anything to say about it. This is crazy. Now, one other thing I want to talk about with this so-called vaccine. And I was talking with some of the people that I come across. And they start telling me I, I didn't get the vaccine. And they're worried about me starting to get in on them about why didn't you get the vaccine? And I turned around to them and I said, good. I'm glad you didn't get it. I'm glad you made your decision that you're not going to do it. That's about as much as I can say. What I really want to say is I'm glad you didn't get it because this isn't a vaccine. This is going to hurt you in the end, but I can't say that because you're not allowed to practice medicine. Are you? Well, the thing about it is, is, I'm glad you exercised an educated choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. However, 
I am I am waiting for the day when the more information that comes out, the more people are going to say, I want a class action lawsuit against Pfizer and I want it against the government. And in fact, the court case right now, Alpha, you may see it because the liability protections that were promised to Pfizer is being challenged in court as fraud. <laughs> Oops. Now, one other thing. I want everyone How come no one's about. talking about that one? Oh, they don't want that. That's a that's on the information blackout right there. And the other part of this, my friend, this mRNA vaccine, the spike protein, according to Dr. Malone, sticks around in the body, and they've been finding these odd clots, or they had young people. You know why they're having issues with myocarditis, or they're having problems with uh, electrical disturbances in the heart because the lipid proton, the excuse me, the lipid nanoparticles are attracted to the electrical producing parts of your heart called the SA node, and that starts <laughs> messing around with your natural pacemaker. Okay, <laughs> or he was talking about these micro uh, at the at the level where called a capillary. It's very small. It's small enough for a cell to line up exchange gases, oxygen to the cells, and take the carbon dioxide back to the lungs so it can go out as you breathe out as carbon dioxide, right? Yep. These lipid nanoparticles are so small that's causing clots. And here's an example of how bad these lipid nanoparticles are, and this was coming from Dr. Naomi Wolf, who was talking about it, and she's done quite a bit of research on this. Cardiologists would go into the, to do, you know, a young person came in with a heart attack and the clot that was in the uh, uh, left ascending, uh, or excuse me, left descending, left coronary, we just put it that way, the widow maker, the part first branch there, <laughs> they couldn't compress the clot out of the way so they could put a stent in. That's not good. They had to do a bypass surgery on it because that thing was so blocked up with this non-compressible clot, which is the only thing that you can say that these little lipid nanoparticles clump together like a big capsule and, st- and plug a hole in whatever, you know, block, so it blocks So what it. we're talking about, you know, traditional minimally invasive type stents and uh, mm-hmm. angioplasty kind of it. arrangements, they don't work. They don't work because they have to go do a bypass now. We go back to the old-fashioned way they used to do stuff. And all these young people who are developing clots that I have seen personally develop leg clots. They develop pulmonary embolus. Yeah. They they're get surgery, and all of a sudden they're laid up with clots because they went and run out and got these boosters. Again, correlation, causation, I get it. I understand it. But this is more than – I don't believe in coincidences either, okay? And ever since this stuff started coming out and people had to run out and get it, and and but the psychological mind that you get from this this idea that you have to get the this shot or you're going to die from COVID. When we were saying, "Where are the COVID zombies?" Did anyone did anyone take a look around and, and ask why? No, people oh. did die from, well, died with COVID for sure. Correct, but they were also exacerbations of their long-lasting conditions anyway. 
Now, well, a, a good vigorous flu is really going to take people out with that's weakness right. to begin with. People die from complications the of the flu. Yeah, and right. and again, explain this to me. I said it earlier in the show today. I'll say it one more time. Explain to me where all the flu numbers went. In 2021 and 2022, the flu numbers disappeared. Well, let me tell you something. I, I had an interesting discussion with somebody the other day about it. And they're like, well, you know, we're doing all this testing and all this other stuff. And, and I says, what are you testing for exactly? Well, you know, we get these tests and... And, you know, if it's positive, you have COVID. I'm like, are you, are you sure about that? <laughs> well, you know, I know how these tests are made. You know, suddenly everybody's an expert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't claim to be an expert. But what I claim to be is somebody who looks at the evidence and says, when the when when some king or, or president in, I think it was Nigeria, mm-hmm. I think they tested the table fruit mm-hmm. in, in the in the royal banquet hall. They came with all these tests. And he tests some fruit, a banana. The thing came back with COVID. There's what the, are we testing? Uh, well, that also goes along with that. These tests were pre-programmed to, to just spew out whatever it wanted to. That's right. They, they were even saying you I'm, can use them when the expiration date went went past, right? Well, this explains a lot about people who I I have asymptomatic COVID. No, you don't. Stop. No, you don't. I have asymptomatic. I tested positive. I have no symptoms because it was a bad test. PCR tests were never meant to to look for viruses like this. Didn't even work for HIV either, by the way. Same kind of virus. That's right. And Fauci, notice how he's so quiet all of a sudden? You don't hear a word from him. Meanwhile, people are saying, hurry up already with these uh, committees and these, you know, investigations. Let's go already. Well, it's coming. Don't you worry. And they're going to find ways to keep that quiet, too. They don't want that information getting out. I will never forget last year about this time. Don't you remember when Biden got in office and he's like, everybody go out and get tested, get tested, get tested, get tested. It was right around Christmas of 21. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I remember. And uh, people were literally lined up around parking lots, standing there in the freezing cold, waiting to get tested. And I mean thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Wearing masks, standing out in the cold, in the wintertime, in the mid-Atlantic, standing there for what reason? Because they were told to. To perpetuate fear. Right. Fear. Okay, so let me ask a question. If you tested positive for COVID, right, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people tested positive because these tests were what? We don't know. I think they're already made. (laughs) Well, they were, of course. The outcome was predetermined. It's like professional wrestling. Right. It's like the WWE printed these uh, tests up, right? Mm-hmm. The outcome is predetermined. Mm-hmm. So you've got a bunch of people that get tested, and, and lo and behold, they pop positive for COVID. At the time, I had COVID. Oh, I remember. I had something. Yeah. I definitely tested positive. Mm-hmm. It was more than the flu, brother. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, it was awful. I'm not taking anything away from this virus. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You test positive, you're sicker than a dog. What were your options? You didn't have any options. You had zero options. There was no they weren't going to give you treatment. Mm-hmm. There's no treatment. There's nothing. 
Well, they had you have those. They had go the, home and go home and isolate yourself for a few days. You'll be fine. Well, they had. Why the, didn't we do that all along? Well, they had the antibodies too. I mean, they were using. They these. weren't giving them out. Not here. Well, they stopped because it was working. Right. Of course. Right. But also, there are there, there's two there's two interesting studies that just came out. One was about the masks and how useless they are, and we're still made to wear a mask whenever you go see into a hospital or you you have to wear a mask when you're. I'm like, I have to wear a mask. All the residents are not wearing masks, but I have to wear a mask. What is that? What is that going to do? It's just ridiculous. The this whole. This whole thing is about conformity, and and because I said so, and no one's questioning. Well, who said what? Who said so? Well, you know, we we got we went down this road, you know, and this ties into the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's so concerned about a balloon. How come we haven't figured out where COVID came from and who's responsible for that yet? Mm. All right, so you know, we're we beat this dead horse a, a lot, and it. it the interview that Dan did um, with uh, Peter McCulloch there or um, Malone, yeah, Malone, Robert Malone, Robert, yeah, yeah, you you've got to listen to it. And uh, Malone was like the worst mistake I ever made was taking that vaccine too. Mm-hmm. So judge for yourself. We need to move on to the next topic. I, I know what I'd like to talk about next. Hey, it's actually your turn to figure out what we talk about next, my friend, because well, we are the two lifelong friends that love right. to talk about current events, and, and we had zero sharing. plan. Yes. We had zero plan going into this show. No, so no, no, no. Apologize no, we, we, we you're sharing our bit. conversations. We normally have yeah. about current events, and this is what yeah. you're getting to hear. Thank you very much. Well, well, everybody out there, you know, you want a glimpse underneath, you know, want to poke your nose underneath the tent. Both of us have been just literally overwhelmed for the past eh. three months. It's a good overwhelm, but still, yeah. it doesn't yeah, leave time for what we love to do is talk. But yeah, it, it has its moments. <laughs> Exactly. It has its moments. We haven't uh, spent enough time. Listen, so we got a president, right? It was so-called president. Well, you know, he was, he was the guy that they swore in, uh, you know, under military guard behind fences and nobody around in the dark. Right. And the, I was swearing at him, just so you know. Well, that's yeah. fine. Everybody was. You know, we, we, have a, we have somebody that was installed under a military, uh, you know, security there. Uh who who just keeps um, coincidentally, you know, they keep coincidentally finding classified information in his possession. Isn't that shocking? Are, is anyone shocked out there that they're finding all kinds of Michigas with classified in, indications or, you know, top secret or whatever the nonsense is? And, and, I, it blows my mind, but well, go, continue. I'm sorry. Every, everybody's talking about this. So right. When you're listening to us, you're not going to learn anything new. And I don't think we're going to, we're not going to teach you anything new here. Right. Uh, because for the most part, people that listen to our podcast are, are, you know, very well read and mm-hmm. it's, they get it, but I'm just, I'm using this as an opportunity to vent. Mm-hmm. Look, they raided Trump with the lights and the sirens and all this other stuff, and let's leave that alone, okay? It's it's a whole different it's it's apples and oranges, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy's attorneys are the ones guiding the investigation from the FBI, and the FBI said the investigation started last November, mm-hmm. before the election, before the before the November elections. 
Talk about covering up. Oh, yeah. And, and, oh, my God. Well, here's the other thing, too. Let's, let's remember, President Trump has the magic wand where he can say, this is no longer classified by my, but let it be written right. and let it be done. That's all he's got to do. It's an apples and oranges situation, right. right? Now, Vice President Biden at the time had all kinds of, and they're finding it all over the place, not only in his garage next to his beloved Corvette that, that Hunter had access to, they found it in the house. And by the way, they waited two months before the FBI raided anything which was just enough time for the lawyers to go around to all these different areas and clean up an aisle three and clean up an aisle five and clean up in the freezer aisle all over the place to get all these paperwork out of there. So when the, when the, when the FBI finally grows a set of cojones to walk into Biden's homes and say, okay, we're here. We're going to look around and see what we can find up. Oh, nothing to see here. Goodbye. Now they try to pull in vice president Pence. Well, look, hold on. Before we get there, okay. right? Before we get there. So much for my transition. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so much for your transition. <laughs> Hang tight. Just just bear with me for another quick uh, second That's here. all right. Look, we're not trying to teach anybody anything new about the situation. Everybody everybody knows it. The part, it, it's really bothersome, right? Mm. It It's... It's worse than a double standard. It's worse than hierarchy. It's just... These people, when you, and then you get his his drug-addled kid who said, that's not my laptop, and then his lawyers are suing people that disseminated information off the laptop. And everyone's saying, please, sue me. I will love to go well, to. Uh, it's not my laptop, but I'm suing you for putting out the information that was on it. And let's go to Discovery and see what happens next. Right. It, it was abandoned property, and they don't have any standing. It's just a, a, a last-ditch attempt, and it's just it's pitiful. It it's is. just pitiful. Right. The problem is, with the laptop, it's the Rosetta Stone, right? Right. Oh, exactly. Yes, this is the, the key it's, to everything. It is. I sent reports to people about uh, oil companies, about Ukraine, investment firms about stuff in Ukraine, people from, uh, regarding China and this. And the, all that information that, that Hunter Biden was sending out, they were basically trafficking in classified intelligence briefings mm -hmm. uh, to make money. That's right. And they made a lot of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and they didn't pay taxes on either, by the way. Probably no. Or they, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. Let me retract. I'm sorry. My mistake. Oh, I should go to the uh, the punishment room. Actually, Hunter was paying Dada $50,000-something uh, a month for rent, which yeah. doesn't comport with the highest rent in the area that they're living in, which happened to have been, which I looked up, $3,600 a month or $5,000, or whatever the case may be, and whatever rental property you're looking at? Well, uh, yeah. Okay. I it's mean, crazy. And all those all those reports that, you, that banks fill out when there's a suspicious amount of money, cash being brought in and deposited, and all yeah, this other stuff. Suspicious transaction report. Right. All those suddenly just disappeared. No one can find them. Hmm. I wonder what 160 happened. 160 of them, to be precise. Yes, 160 of them. Where'd they go? No one knows. Let me relate a little story. Some years ago, I moved some money around. This mm. was like 10 years ago. I had to move some money around, whatever. 
And I got a call from the bank. Because I moved money twice in a row to put it into different accounts out of a main account, Mm -hmm. they called me and they told me they were filing a suspicious activity report for structuring. Structuring. They called me. (laughs) They thought I was structuring money. What does that mean, structuring? Uh, Hiding, moving, hiding money. They thought I was structuring money when the money came out of a payroll account. It it just didn't make any damn sense. Mm -hmm. But they they filed reports on me. Mm-hmm. for doing absolutely nothing wrong. It right. was my money, taxes paid, I could do what I want. Right. And it wasn't that much money. Right. And you've got tens of thousands, if not millions of dollars being moved around by the Bidens. Right. Through Wells Fargo, Citibank, Bank of America, you name it, they're doing it, right? Chase, too. JP. Chase, yep. Chase, whatever. Hunter's bank accounts at Wells Fargo. I have a copy of a check that he wrote to somebody. Anyhow, uh you mean to tell me that 160 of those suspicious activity reports totaling probably tens of millions of dollars and nobody said anything? Come on. Hmm. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know the thing. He's so bad. So where, where does this leave us? Very frustrated, upset, yeah, and what are we going to do about it? Absolutely nothing because there's a standard for them and there's a standard for you and me, my friend. If we're not a Democrat elitist who scoffs at rules and doesn't pay attention and can do whatever they want because they are the ones in charge, well, then like us, all little peons, we have rules for us and there's rules for them. Yep. It's, it's, um, it's crazy. It is, but I think... Things are starting to break. They're starting to change slowly because when you try to wake someone up and you try to get them to see the truth, there's a lot of denial going on. And I think wholeheartedly the people that I talk to who are not really strong-willed thinkers or they don't know how to process or you know they don't know how not to be worried about just getting along and doing the bare minimum. I think that is the real issue because you and I, my friend, we never just took whatever was told to us without asking why no answering. No. And then saying no No way. No, no, no. We don't do that. And we, again, we talked about why we come from a different generation and we're getting older, but I also believe wholeheartedly, my friend, that, the, the experiences that we have and the experiences that we live through are knowledge and that's learning, but it also is something known as wisdom. Yeah. It's a little tough to walk around with some salt in your beard and, mm-hmm. uh, and you realize, and I was, I was talking to somebody that I worked with the other day and I, I started off the, uh, discussion with you have as much salt in your beard as I do. Mm. It's kind of an expression that we use in our industry to denote you've reached a level of wisdom through exposure and experience mm-hmm. uh, and age. Mm-hmm. With age comes wisdom um, mm-hmm. sometimes. So and sometimes, our, gen- yeah. our generation, we, we have the benefit of we've collected some wisdom mm-hmm. and we learned from hard men. Mm. So 
I think our kids are screwed. Well, that's another story. However, what would a broadcast and the hard truth be without talking about Carrie Lake, my favorite fighter <laughs> right now? Yeah, now, where's she at? I'm not paying attention. Bring me up to I know, speed. I know you're not, but I, I will be here to bring you up to speed. She had a Trump-sized <laughs> gathering. <laughs> she had a she had a to bring up everyone up to date and there were so many people in this room in arizona that they had it was like i think the capacity was four thousand and there were eight thousand or six thousand in there or something like that and they the fire marshal came in there and pushed them all out saying no he can't be there so she gives the speech to the people that are in the room talks about where the case is talk shows evidence of what they're bringing to the supreme court they're, they're doing all kinds of things that are amazing in terms of fighting and not taking this laying down. Then she goes outside after she does the speech, because uh, it is in the Supreme Court. It's in the uh, Arizona Supreme Court right now. And you're finally getting this evidence in front of a judge, and they're not crying standing, and they're not crying, you know, dismissed. Because every time they do that, the, the Lake team just goes right up the chain, and they're going to wind up in the Supreme Court. But that's going to take some time. But what ends up happening is people outside Carrie Lake went and talked to them. People are fawning over her. Meanwhile, Hobbs cannot go anywhere in Arizona. She cannot even go outside. She's still in her basement, and she's talking about putting mass mandates back. And I think what's going to end up happening, Alpha, is this. They are going to have a complete 100% middle finger fest at Hobbs and say, I'm not doing this. We're not wearing masks anymore. We're not listening to you. They're going after Maricopa County supervisors. They are recalling everyone. There's a, there's an er, there was a, there is a move right now to pull Hobbs out of the office right now. They're not even waiting. They're recalling her right now. And you're going to see an uprising that you've never seen before. Well, I, well, let's just hope it's peaceful. No, no, no. That Carrie Lake has been pushing peaceful, 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 but they have a right to fight peacefully. Oh, right. of course. You know, right. and that's the uh, backbone of America. Right. Right up until we we're not peaceful anymore. Right. Um. I I, I don't know. Bravo. I I don't know. Well, here's here's what here's the problem. I well, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, wait. No, right. hold on one second. Yep, yep. I'm probably going to steal your thunder here a little bit. I think mm-hmm. the problem is this. If this gets overturned, mm-hmm. that really opens Pandora's box. Well, it has to because these elections yeah. are dirty. But what I was going to say was, look at what look at what California is going through right now. How long did it take for them to stop the law that they came out with, the, the ATF, uh, uh, registering people and going after certain things? That got... That that was shot down immediately from a judge who was appointed yeah. by Biden. Well, yeah, right, yeah. So it doesn't. It, it's there's stays put on these actions very quickly now because they keep putting out these stupid laws, and then there's already precedent that this has already gone to the Supreme Court. So you're seeing it happen faster and faster, and. All it takes is the first election fraud case to make it through and get overturned. And there's been cases in the lower, well, you know, like other yeah. little area 
uh, things that were overturned. Democrats got over, you know, that were overturned and given to the other person that was scammed out of their position. So just everyone's got to be patient. I get it. I understand. We want it done yesterday. But I'm telling you, the reason why I share these updates with you about Carrie Lake and her fight to take back what's rightfully hers is this is what patriots are made out of. Well, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on here. The, the NYSERPA versus Bruin Supreme court case, mm-hmm. the New York, New York state rifle and pistol association versus Bruin superintendent of the state police in, in New York over second amendment and how permits are registered and rights to carry and all this other business gun rights case. It's a huge deal. Mm. It's a huge deal because like you said, Bravo, in, in your discussion there, we're starting to win. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a hard fought battle and sometimes it's not pretty, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A constitutional Republic with freedoms and, and personal, you know, responsibility and, and self-determination and it's not pretty. And I think that that's really important to stress. Mm-hmm. You know, free speech. Sometimes it's not real pretty, is it? No, it's not because the sec- they have a right to right. say something stupid. But right, you know, yeah, right. You, you you can say all the hurtful things you want. You just have to walk away from it. It's not pretty, but you have to recognize somebody's right to to express themselves, no matter how much you dislike it. And the only thing you owe somebody in this world is non-aggression. So when you're talking about like what's happening in the winning that is going on, and I think this is an interesting way into your, your reasoning. Mm-hmm. I think the NYSERPA versus Bruin case set the table for a standard for judges across the country to follow when they're judging the intent of the founders and it was one of the first times in a long time that I've seen the Supreme Court go back to history and tradition. Mm-hmm. And it is clear that these judges that are out there, maybe it's a sigh of relief for them that say, finally, I get to follow history and tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting bullied around all the time. They can always lean back in their chair and their Democrat donors are like, well, we told you to do this. Why should I can't history and tradition. Mm-hmm. So that kicked the door down for a lot of victories. The nice Serpa versus Bruin. Mm-hmm. You're seeing those victories throughout the country and all it's going to take is one case. Mm-hmm. Like NYSERPA versus Bruin, where elections are involved. And what you're going to see is a cascade of effect. Mm. And I think all the nonsense will finally end. I hope so. But I will tell you this if it does, and this was all proven to be a bunch of hogwash, and this president should never have been there in the first place. There's going to be a lot of upset people that have lost a lot of wealth and a lot of uh, personal uh, gains that they've worked hard for because a few elitists decided that they want to impose their values on us. (laughs) We live in a crazy world, don't we, Bravo? Oh, do we ever. 
So we'll keep we'll keep bringing our perspectives to you. We are two lifelong friends that love to talk about current events and have a very long lasting friendship that has only gotten stronger through this little podcast. So those of you who are out there listening to us and uh, giving us the encouragement just by listening to us, we appreciate it. What can I tell you? It really right. makes it worthwhile. And not to pat myself on my back or strain my shoulder doing so, but we are calling things with a little bit of common sense and we're getting it right sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. Well, anyhow, you know, Bravo, I'm having a great time doing it. It's been a tough few weeks for everybody. Uh, maybe things will let up and, and change for, for everybody here soon enough. But everybody out there, uh, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, make it a great week. And we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7-365. We especially appreciate our first responders that work with us on the streets, our firemen, our paramedics, our police officers, and our healthcare workers that are out there. And they, these are hardworking folks caring for so we really appreciate it. Everybody be safe. Make it the best week you can. And join us next week for another episode. Thanks a lot. Have a good night.